many are getting weak, many are failing, and many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa. Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is a senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Kronipa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servant. And now, today's message. The Bible says that by a prophet, the Lord led Israel into their promised land. And I believe that tonight we have a prophet, we have God's servant, who will lead us into our beautiful places. Let's appreciate our father, Reverend Ebenezer Kronipa. Hallelujah. I want to share with us testimonies of God's goodness recorded by brethren who through faith have received them. Psalm 119, verse 129 says that your testimonies are wonderful. Therefore, my soul keeps them. When the testimonies of God are wonderful, it needs to be kept. Praise God. And so for the first testifier, he says, The Lord doubled the amounts I sold and returned it back to me that same day. And this was on Christmas service, the 25th of December. And uh, she says, Church, I want to share with you all that the Lord has done for me. On Christmas Sunday, after Reverend Harry's ministration, our father, Reverend Okronipa, under the influence of the Holy Spirit, asked all congregants to sow a seed into the life of the great minister of God. I obeyed, and guess what? The Lord doubled my giving and returned it back to me that same day. Hallelujah. She says, someone beautifully surprised me after the service ended with a double amount that I sold into Reverend Harry's life. Thank you, Lord, for divine surprises. And thank you, Reverend, for constantly declaring divine surprises into our lives. This is from Lydia the next one says the Lord responded to my request and this was on the 25th, 21st of December and she says on Tuesday the 20th of December I woke up with 40 Ghana CDs in my Momo wallet I was expected to send an application for a job interview that same day as well as attend communion service in the evening I wondered whether to use the money as transportation fare for my job interview and rather join the service online. However, I told myself that I would rather use the money as transport fare to church. Before I left the house, 
I went on my knees and prayed that God, you know my heart and you know my wallet as well. You know what my last money is and what I'm about to use it for. So please make a way. This is the prayer she prayed. And she says, the very next day, a friend's elder sister called that they were looking for people to help do tickets for an event. And they would pay 100 Ghana cities per day with free food. I was speechless because I was really thinking about my upkeep that week. And even, the, and even during the Christmas period, but the Lord took care of it and responded to my prayer request. Indeed, I am ending my year well. Thank you, Reverend, for the spirit-filled words you keep proclaiming over our lives. Let's celebrate God. This is from Augustina Selinam Abba. And the next one says, My daughter's temperature returned back to normal just as the prophet of God declared. And uh, Sister Elizabeth Agbedo says, I sent a text to Reverend Okronipa on WhatsApp one day imploring him to pray for my daughter, Carice, because she was running a temperature. Immediately I sent him the message. He responded, she's healed in Jesus' name. And I responded, Amen, Papa. Later when I got home that day, my daughter's temperature had returned back to normal. She was healed, just as the prophet of God had declared. Oh, let's celebrate our Father. Oh my God, put your hands together for God's servant. <laughs> wow. Charlie, this evening is going to be... <laughs> My God. <laughs> oh my gift, gift. When Papa spread the abada like that, you see gifts all over the atmosphere. Amen. Oh, let's celebrate God's servant one more time. Hallelujah. Powerful. She says that later when I go home that day, my daughter's temperature had returned back to normal. She was healed. Just as the prophet of God had declared. Thank you so much, Reverend, for your prayers. The next one says, Healed by a tract from Overcomers Nation Church. And she says, I'm here to bless God. I'm here to bless God for blessing us with an amazing grace, Reverend Ebenezer Kronipa. She says, My nanny is Abigail Ankoma. My mom asked me to take my little cousins to town to get them some Christmas items. I started experiencing severe pains at my right rib on our way. I found comfort only in bending. I couldn't stand. The pain was just unbearable. I managed with the pain to get all the items for the kids and finally got a car. The pain increased the more whilst I was in the car. Then and there, I wished I had a mantle from Papa. While in dilemma, the Holy Spirit reminded me I had a Jesus is coming again tracked in my bag. I usually place them in my bag when stepping out so I can share them. Let's celebrate this sister for being a soul winner. She says, so I quickly took one out of my bag and placed it on my right rib. Glory to God. That very moment I placed it on my rib, the pain started going down. I was able to walk home and took in communion wine to seal the healing. 
by evening, she says the pain had vanished completely. Put your hands together for this amazing testimony. And she says, God bless you, Papa, for all the sacrifices. You are our blessing and intervention. God bless you, and I appreciate you. Hallelujah. And uh, there's no name to this person. Amen. The next one says, police case averted. Papa, I want to thank you, and I want to thank God for how he delivered my husband from a police case of a stolen car sold by my husband. Papa prayed for us and the case was over. Papa also prayed for my family that we will move to a bigger apartment. God also did that for us. And she says that, Daddy, I'm grateful for your fatherly love towards my family. Hallelujah. The next one says, Admission released. And this is coming from Sister Ruth Ishan. She says, today I want to thank God for what he has been doing for me as far as when I started to work with him. And thank you to our Papa Reverend Okronipa, whom I met through a colleague, a mom and a guardian, Abigail Ankoma, a.k.a. Abibles. <laughs> she introduced me to the platform and I joined in prayers whenever we had the notification. She says, I was part of those who bought awaiting forms. I bought it in July and didn't get any notification from them. At the same time, my friends who bought DS Lit got their notification and it kept me thinking and worried as to why my admission hadn't come. I trusted the Lord and told myself I would go to school. But the will of the Lord should be done in my situation. She says, one faithful evening when we were having the women or the covered women push prayers, I didn't play with it and continued declaring to myself after Papa shared the testimony of the lady who also got admission to nursing school. But before that, Papa had already declared that the following week we were going to receive good news. I believed and prayed upon this. People of God, within the week, I was having the feeling to go through my portal. So I went into my portal to check. And God being so good, I saw it had been released and my admission was there. She says, I was astonished because I had been checking the portal frequently. When I checked the date on it, it was released on the 10th of November, but still didn't appear in my portal, but appeared in December. But in my mind, that was in the portal and not given by the school. That is, is referring to the hard copy. He says, upon the letter, we were supposed to make payment before the 24th of December. Whilst that, that means, she, she, she says that whilst the means to pay wasn't available, but with God on our side and everything possible, she says we paid the fees. People of God, Immediately I paid the fees. The hard copy of the admission letter was delivered to me and it was the same as the one I accessed from the portal. I just want to thank God for whatever he has done and I can't thank him enough. And thank you, Papa, for being there for us always. God bless you. And she says, I also had the program of my choice. School fees, accommodation have been settled. 
somebody celebrate God for all this testimony. Oh, lift up your right hand and say, Papa, we thank you. Hallelujah. God bless you. We are going to go straight and receive our live testimonies. Some will be singing as a way of thanking God and some will also share their testimonies with us. Please, um, if you give your names to share, you have three minutes. If you are sharing the testimony, please go straight and share the testimony. Let, let us know the key points. You see, avoid too many stories. Amen and amen. If you are with me, put your hands together. Hallelujah. And so for the first testifier, we have Madame Patience Ado. If she's here, can we have a microphone for her? Oh, let's celebrate her as she comes. Wow. Wow. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm I'm two years now last year no me the niamma miensa egu awrade ni mo wadan mu na nyankopon amane nyina abem e wo yesu din mi tina ha dia tosu me nu mi da papasi ye nyina momo ame na ye nda papasi o ye japa e ma ye nyina papa nyumre mi da mi tina ha mi da wase e wa di kasi a wa ya ma me busua dia di kan no and it's the last year, Yeshia, you know. The Tosu Bako, I am me Bapenino. Okasia, me say, Ma, Pesem, me year pharmacy. Eka, my dear, I miss you. Could be suffering, you know, never catch them. Say, I know, could be say, never catch them, you could see. Sing Yamia, I drum, where we are my last two weeks, you know. Yayani BBA, we are graduating. The Mijinaha, Mide Radiasi. The Atatumi, so that graduate Yano Pe and a Glorian so ni report by Oyan message. Emmy said, Our entire nursing training nibi. Last year, your call by young Freyan. By this year, ye to Yanamo by Papa Nim, Emma, Papa D. Kaye Bompai Maya. I see more far from now, more far more. By any nature, no farm no crying to me and far. Obina far boy, and I was telling my any a printy any a deep breath, papa. Papa boss won't buy it. Yamin chad yeno message in a bayeno. Nipa seventeen a car yana omwenya a cry had on me by no car. See, obey a bata of Fremen, I'm so more worried. You better go school. In Tempana, now before I do school, order that. I see mommy was school, doctor, and so I knew Cass, and I'm sad. Say, Juana, doctor, and friend, I see ma, Umano, Omwenya, by a fresh Unyani, almost see Quandaho. Ye be so by no sobeco, by wounding to my young uncle. In see your sobeco, and see a person was walking. I'm see doctor, I saw Beco, I mean, if she yet, and Sabafan will catch him, says, no frau Beco. Now this year one whole school will be better yet. Now Mr. Mon can't say. I want to catch a doctor and say, "Sadia, Mr. Matiatum, 
I say, Nanny Papa, and I'm saying, Pacho, me and Papa, and me and Mammy, and the American Maca. I say, Waka Massy, and it's Adi and Quadani at seventeen. In the parents, BRH, you are thirty five million. I can't this. And I'm saying, Doctor, yeah, Mammy, who's your grandma, Quacopo? See, oh, yeah, yeah, na. and you're in bed, you know, me, yeah, BBR. See, yeah, BBR go to one week, Nanny message, Yaba. Message in by a nice school fees in a car. Sufi <laughs> Papa, <laughs> Bright University, and he said, Well, the Cape Coast. And Rami was one of our Sima, Miss Media Nabo, Missy, hey, and you see, dear, you said, Yadi Yahoo, yeah, sorry, the moon, you know, Radi, Midawasi, Timitina, ha, yeah, maybe better, Radi, and more hanging on, or Wakuma Pasun, Radi, dear boy, Timomian, you know, Mumwam, and Yenna, Yenna, Radiasi. Amen. She's thanking God for answering her prayers and opening doors, educational doors for her children. Amen. If we have Elizabeth Toto here, please. Put your hands together for her as she comes to share her testimony. Praise the Lord. God is I want to thank God so much for giving me a pastor like Pastor Eben. Um, many has happened, a lot of things have happened, but God has been so faithful. Um, I quite remember some time ago, um, somewhere during, um, in August, my children fell sick. Both of them were all ill. And I was like, ah, I have a pastor that is into this healing ministry. So, though we took them to the hospital, I was like, yes, I'm so safe because so why don't I just give Papa a call and then inform him about it? So, by the grace of God, when I called Papa, he released us a word. And God knew so good. They were, they were all admitted, but after the word, they were all discharged. So, I give God all the glory. And also, um, I went through some challenge that I nearly... Um, I wanted to give up and I was just alone one time thinking and a whole lot of thoughts were coming through my mind and the man of God called me was like come to church and by God's grace when I came to church things that were you know causing me to go through pains and challenges ceased and then I, I started seeing the turn around one time uh, one of the turn arounds was uh, was during my uh, exams the result had come, but as for me, mine was like, 
a standby. I don't, I don't know. I, I had checked for more than a month. So some of my friends were like, ah, we've checked though. So go and check again. I checked and I checked, but still. So when I saw the man of God at that time, it was during a, a prophetic. So Papa released a word. He gave me a prophecy that the Lord says he's putting a smile into my spirit. So by the grace of God, that word also came to pass. I checked my results and then I had an A+. Plus. Wow. And just this um, past Friday, I, I had, I'm, I'm, I'm actually standing for a position for NASPA. This is why I haven't told Papa about it. I tried to connect with some people that had some links to add me to their page. I was talking to, um, to some guy for more than two weeks and it's not responding. But after praying for um, just this past Friday, I went home and around 3 a.m., the guy called me. He sent me a message. He was like, Lizzie, send me your flyer. And then let me add it to the link, the page. I was so amazed. And also, <laughs> the final one, um, we are supposed to have an evaluation for our NASPA uh, thing. But they gave us a deadline to be 30 that if we don't have our names on our dashboard, that means something is going to happen. But I told Papa too about it and he prayed for me. And God being so good, they have extended the, the time. So we have more like two weeks to do everything. So thank God so much. Hallelujah. Thank you, Papa. Put your hands together for her. As we receive Loretta Cabo. The latest gospel star in Ghana. Oh, put your hands together for her. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We've been asked to make it brief, so I'm praying it will be brief. Hallelujah. MC, please don't mute my mic. I beg you. Um, so this is about my competition. From day one of the competition, my problem had been votes. And you see on the telly, I take best performer, but backstage, the boss himself would come and then bash me. I remember him asking if uh, people who would have higher votes would go home. And then I would have the list and I would still be in the competition. So I remember during the semi-finals, for vocals, I know Grace will take me through, but the vote was low. So after performing, I, I came down to our room. <laughs> I was up, Papa, <laughs> about the vote. And he was like, Grace will take me. <laughs> Honestly, at that point, <laughs> uh, if I was in church, I would have left home. <laughs> because we were counting on votes. Papa was talking of Grace. Uh, but <laughs> it's now that I understand that God is able to do all things. Hallelujah. So after the semi-finals, it happened that the eight of us would go through to the final stage. And I got to the final. As usual, they all know me to be the least, even the contestants. So we got to the final stage. I just want to... Uh, and then after everything, I was first in performance. My vote was 5,363. Abby's vote was 18,169. Ellie's vote was 19,132. 
Salah's vote was 17,605. And I remember after the two, my first ministration, a guest judge, he's a man of God. And I remember vividly, he said, when I minister, he just doesn't feel the ministration. That there was a force working for me. And even with my second ministration, I, I wrote my song, I did the recording, I was bounced, I had to do a giddy giddy song. So I just had four lines. And after that ministration too, the man of God told me that there was this power that moved everybody in the auditorium. And then amazingly, the lady with 5,363 bypassed the 17,000 and then the 18,000 and then I was the second runner up. I, I, I cried that moment not because it was tears of joy, but if I told you I knew I would take the second position, it was a big lie. I just came to escort the winners so that we just celebrate with them and then we just go away. But God did it for me. Hallelujah. And then I missed a lot of lectures because of this competition. Because getting to the end of the competition, I had to do double rehearsal and all that. And there were mid-sems written. Amazingly, last three days, it was posted on a page that the whole class failed the mid so everybody must write again, meaning God has done it again. Hallelujah. I, I just want to thank God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's have um, Brother Alex Day. I'm better paid to share his testimony. Please thank you so much for the opportunity. I want to say a big thank you to Jesus, first of all, and then to our Father, Reverend Ebenezer Kronipa, for his main teaching and his impactful teachings. It's a great blessing to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think I did a review of my life um, quite recently, and I realized that all the areas of my life, there has been improvement, and it is exponential to be truthful. And then if I said I'll take them one after the other, it, it will take a lot of time. But in the area of my academics, most especially, I remember Sister Loretta was talking about academics, and I just want to start with that. I think severally we had um, IA, we had um, tests, and because of church, I had to miss some of them. And then it will happen that I'll miss and um, results will come, I'll still do well. Hallelujah. Severally, it will happen that I'll miss a class, we will join together for group studies, and I'll be the one explaining to the group. And I believe that this is the grace of God. It is not my own strength. I also go into the area of health. Um, this year, most especially from my twin sister, my younger sister, my mom, my dad, sickness from one person to the other. And then by the grace of God, we are ending the year, and I've not lost none of none of them. All of them are healthy to the grace of God. And I want to say that it is indeed by His grace. Several myself have encountered. Um, contamination, food poison, and all that. And I still didn't get um, the, what I was supposed to feel. It didn't happen to me. And especially to my spiritual life as well, I've seen improvements a lot. And I want to say a big thank you to Jesus for his amazing work in my life. Thank you so much. Over. Hallelujah. Let's receive Lady Pastor Esther and Emaya Boa. So, share a brief testimony and also sing a song. 
Hallelujah. Amen. I, I cannot vocalize every one of them. So I'll just put them in a song. Amen. God has been tremendously good to me and my family. I, I, I can't say it all. Hallelujah. Semihenia waya Manun to minka Manun to minka Papa, you say I want to be nakam, 
I'll start with um, within this year, I was really not feeling well. I remembered when I had a boil up at my forehead, the left side of my forehead, and seriously, when I'm coming from a distance, you can identify me. Serious. <laughs> when I came to church that evening, and Michael saw me and he was shocked. I was like, "Hey, I didn't." But he didn't know what was going on. I just woke up one early in the morning and I saw that thing on my forehead. So Papa saw it. Papa prayed with me that day. Papa, thank you very much for that day. He prayed with me and within some days, I said, that boy just vanished. And there was this one too. I, I had malaria. And some severe malaria on Saturday, and when was it? The next day will be the day for church service. But <laughs> I tested Papa that early morning, and I told him, "The Papa, I cannot make it to church. I'm so weak." And Papa called me. He prayed for me, and he said, "My son, you can you cannot be at the house. You have to be at church." Because you're a child of God and you're suffering. So, also, we cannot, also, also cannot get sick with malaria. So, <laughs> you cannot be at home. So, Papa prayed with me. And after the prayers, I had the strength to be at church. So, Papa, thank you for that one too. And with this one, I know when I say it, you, you laugh. But <laughs> I have to say it. You know, last year... And this year I've been seeing this kind of favor in my life. When when I when I when I take a bus or when I when I take a church show when I take a church show, it's like it's like I'm, I'm some kind of invisible person in the past. They may don't take money from me. They don't take money from me, serious. And I want to thank God for that favor. I think I think you need to tap you need to tap that favor. See yes, you need to tap and there is this testimony I want to share. I think we had a program here and Papa called for people who want to sow seed. Really that day I had no money on me. But I took a bold step of faith to step forward. And I remember Papa said, um, if you have a seed of hundred cities, step forward. Years that day, I had only five cities on me. <laughs> and I was wondering where I'm going to get that money from. Whether I have to borrow to sow that seed or whatever I have to do to get that money, I just have to do it. So I took a bold step, I took the envelope, and the next day I went to work. You know, I ran shops, and I went to the other shop that day. In the afternoon, I was in the stockroom working. You know, we have to pack after break and all that. So I was working, and I felt like I have to go. I have to go to the floor to go check one of two things of my stuffs. So on my way going, there was an hour that mostly I used to pass. Seriously, I've been passing there for almost <laughs> some days now. No, I've not been getting any money from that place. But seriously. That day, when I took that place, when I took that hour, I had 150 cities. And 
I put down money and I thank God very much for that day and I saw a city of 100 cities and you know the 50 cities was mine. <laughs> and I want to thank God too for uh, another thing that he has done for me. I went to work for a man that I mostly go to serve food and all that and seriously when the man is paying you you calculate the, the work you've done and you pay you ditto ditto. You not even add if you want to to it. But the man added an extra hundred cities to my money. And I want to thank God. And on my way coming to, I had 50 Hallelujah. cities on the way. Praise the Lord. And I want to thank God. And those, this, this is my last testimony. And this one too, I closed from work on my way coming to, I saw 50 cities on the floor. <laughs> so in my life, there, it's about money and favor. <laughs> And I really want to thank God for what He has done for me this year. Hallelujah. And I know I'm going, to, I'm going to have more of that. Thank you very much. Papa, thank you very much. Amen. Well, let's celebrate Mac for His unusual grace. In this season where people don't lose money, <laughs> He keeps finding money anyhow. And when He sits in the crossroad, he disappears. <laughs> Praise God. You see, this testimony, eh, you, you don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> but we thank God for that. Because I have, I have, I, I needed that experience to escape being beaten by mates <laughs> because I didn't have money. It was as though I, I was lost in the car. I couldn't be found until I got to my destination and I walked away. Praise the Lord. Let's invite Deborah Quay to share her testimony. Hallelujah. I just want to thank God so much for what He has done in my life from January to December. And I want to sing a song.
song. Let's receive Lady Sophia Yafopop, aka Thinking, Thinking Sun. Hallelujah. And love at last. Overcome nation. Winning through faith. Overcome nation. Winning through faith. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm just so grateful to God. Hallelujah. I thank God so much. Please help me celebrate our Father. Help me celebrate our Father. Hallelujah. This year, God has used him so much to be a blessing to me. Some of the testimonies, I've not even shared them with you yet, Papa. When I come and sow seeds and you pray over them, every word I take them and they happen in my life. Hallelujah. They are happening in my life. This year, the favor of God has been so much. I've enjoyed favor, but this year it's been so much. It's so much that your, your testimony, me, sometimes I can sit in the trotter as I'm taking money, the Holy Spirit will be like, hold on. And some way, somehow, the mate will not take my money. I'll just get down. Seriously, it got to a point. It got to a point. I told, I came back, I said, ah, Julie, I, I said, me, yeah, but you. I feel like, like I'm sinning. But God has connected me to certain people that my own grace or my, by my own strength, I mean to me, yeah, hallelujah. When I think about these things, mean to me, because some of them, their testimonies, they are even now cooking, hallelujah. 2023 is my year, hallelujah. I just want to sing a song, amen. And I just want to tell you that keep serving the Lord. Keep being faithful to God. He will never disappoint you. Amen. On a platform,
working with the puppets because of uh, Bishop. Now, even in first year, I got into student leadership just because of him. So, I mean, I'm a leader because I've been following him for all these years and I just want to thank him for being an example uh, for my Christian faith. Amen. If you think I can do something in, in church or in the house of God is because I have this great man of God I've been following. Amen. Now, I remember in 31st December 2019, just when we were crossing over into 2020. You, you remember 2020? Oh, do you remember 2020? Yeah. Corona year. Now, I remember when we were praying and, you know, were declaring, I remember the Lord laid on my heart you know, to give more attention to ministry and to the work of God. So the impression to resign was very strong. And I remember that evening I was battling with God. I was, ah, you know, how will I survive? And I'm not a kind that will say that I'm not doing anything just because I want to serve God. So 
um, the Lord laid a, a couple of things. And one of the things that he encouraged me with was that look at your father. Look at how he was able to resign from his work and how he has been surviving. So I took a lot of encouragement. And so in 2020, I registered a business that, um, I mean, the Lord laid it on my heart to do that. And even uh, Papa, I remember one time called me into the office and encouraged me to have something on the side. You don't have to have one stream of income. So I, I thank God for So I registered a business, although I wasn't, you know, really doing anything much with it. Now, fast forward to 2021, he gave uh, not once, but I, I think about three prophecies about somebody uh, resigning from his work. You know, I had even wanted to do it earlier, but through prophecy, he says that that person should take your time. When the time is due, you will know. So I, I know that God was talking to me and I listened. And so um, when we're getting to um, the ending of 2021, the Lord said it was time to leave. So I, I just uh, prepared myself to leave. Now, I didn't know what the Lord had for me in the year 2022, this year, when I was going to resign the end uh, of December. But something happened. I remember in 2021, Papa prophesied one of the services and he mentioned that he, he sees me working with some white people. I didn't understand the prophecies then. And I said, white people, well, maybe I'm going to meet some white people who I'm going to do something. But recently I just remembered the prophecy and I, I, I realized that, no, this is, this is the prophecy. It, it has come to pass. When I, when I came home, um, you know, when I was leaving, it was very hard for my department because they knew that one way or the other I was going to be a competition to them. So just when I left, they started plotting, you know, finding something to use against me. And then we had signed a non-compete agreement that when you leave the company, you can't do the same thing that the company is doing until after two years. So I was, hey, how am I going to survive? This is what I know best to do. Now, in January, February, March, I got a few contracts. I was okay. But after March, I was getting hungry. And I said, God, this thing you want me to resign, <laughs> is it going to work at all? So I designed an artwork. I, I posted it online. I shared it. Then one lady, the, the PR of the company, saw it and called me that morning. And this lady fired me that she was taking me to court. They will sue me. I'm competing with the company. Hey, I, I just told myself that take it easy. I, I just, now just, Two weeks afterwards, something strange happened. I was there when my boss called me that the, the MD of the company wants to see me. I said, ah, what have I done? I know you guys have gone to uh, say things to him that I'm stealing, yeah, you know, customers and all that. So I, did, I was even scared, but I decided to go and see him. And when I got to the office, he said, look, something happened. And the man is pissed. And so he, he, he asked for who was handling 
the project. And then I mentioned your name and he said you should call me. I went to see him and he said he's closing the department. And that he doesn't want them to do any installation or do any project. He just wants to sell his materials. And that from that day forward, if I am interested, he's giving me every lead that will come to the company. Anybody that wants to do project or installation, they will refer them directly to me. I'll deal with them. I can charge them whatever I want. And the company will have nothing to do with it. That same person who blasted me that day, when the person saw me in, in that office, she looked away shamefully. She didn't know what to say. In fact, up to now, she can't still understand how and why. In fact, these Muslim people were all saying that, hey, the God that you serve, they will have to follow you to church. Because they just can't understand how this man can take such an action. And I, I just understood, and then by prophecy, how God has, and, and now I don't have to, look, the, the same thing, she was fighting me over and threatening to sue me. Now I don't have to do any advert. I'm, when I'm there, they will just call me. This person wants this work done. Deal with the person. And when it even comes out, like I don't have time to handle all those stuff. And I have to give some to other people. And I just want to thank God for being faithful and being committed to his word. Amen. And thank you, Papa, for being a guiding light to us. I just want to end up with this song. <laughs> it's a short one.
Lord and hand clap wherever you are. Praise the Lord. Time is already fast spent, but you want to close your eyes and then just give God some praise. Hallelujah.
how you can do tonight. August, September, October, November, December. Ah. He's the Lamb of God. He's the Lamb of God. He's the one that rules. He alone is worthy. He alone is worthy. speak to me uh, that what to take her through is grace. She thinks it's her votes. But then I decided not to tell her because I knew at that point if you tell her anything, 
it will seem as though you are trying to uh, find a way not to get a vote. Glory to Jesus Christ. But the Lord spoke to me. And so on that day when she sent that message that she needs grace, uh, she has, I told her grace to take her through. And for, you know, 19,000 votes. That's 19,000 Ghana cities. Because they, their vote is very expensive. Each vote is one Ghana. And so if somebody will get 19,000 people to vote for that person, or 19,000 votes, that is 19,000 Ghana cities. And she, she got 5,000 Ghana cities. Please do the mathematics. Wow. I know you didn't go to St. Augustine's, but I know you do a little mathematics over here. And then some way, somehow, she passes through the various ranks and silences every other person and gets to the second position. No, no, and you vote. Do you know? It doesn't make sense. Do you know why? Because they said that 50% is votes, 50% is performance. If you say even 50% is performance, 5,000 and 19,000, what's the difference? So it means that it's beyond the 50%. But you see, when God tops up your efforts with grace, Hallelujah. when God tops up your efforts with grace, when God tops up your efforts with grace, listen, I prophesy into somebody's life. The grace of God is going to double into 2023. And it will be glory upon glory. Glory upon glory. Glory upon glory. Glory upon glory. Receive it now. God some praise, give God some praise, give God some praise. Oh, I said, give the Lord some praise in the house. I think God has been good to us this year. You know, along the line, there were various uh, things that were causing us to get discouraged. A uh, lot of uh, challenging moments. But when we see some of these pictures, it tells us that God has been with us all through the year. All three that you look at some of the programs, some of the and every single one of them, by the grace of God, we have testimonies that are coming. Testimonies that keep coming. And tonight you're also going to receive a testimony in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We give God give a clap of praise to Jesus. Somebody shout a big amen. Hallelujah. Give a clap of praise to the Lord. We are having Exodus nights. Amen and amen. And what does Exodus mean? Exodus means to exit or to come out of some place. Also, it means to transit, to move from one place to another. Uh, in, uh, in, most, in most renditions, it means a mass departure. A mass departure of people who are coming out of a certain place or something that is coming out of something and they are going into a, a place which could be better, but the most important thing is that they are coming out of a place. They are coming out of something. A mass departure. It is a going out, a departure or emigration. Usually a large number of people. Tonight, as we are transiting into 2023, May you enter into your land of promise. May you enter into your miracle. May you come out of every sickness, every disease, every problem that has plagued your life. May you exit every shame and enter into your fame. May you exit every pain and enter into your gain. May you exit every labor and enter into favor. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, for your ashes you are about to receive beauty. For your shame you are about to receive double. Receive it right now. I said receive it right now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. 
So it is a going out. Exodus is also the second book of the Holy Bible, uh, and it tells us about the story of the Israelites' deliverance from slavery in Egypt on, under the leadership of Prophet Moses into the beautiful land that God has promised them. Tonight, can I tell you something? There is a land of promise that God has prepared for us in 2023. Listen, no matter, what, how, uh, no matter how 2022 is ending, it is an exit from your Egypt into the land of promise. Tonight, this message I have come is a, is a prophetic message. So take it prophetically because God wants to settle some cases in our lives. God wants to take people out of the place of struggle, out of the place of bondage, out of the place of, uh, of, of pain and suffering into a land of gain and freedom. Every exodus has a destination in mind. Anytime people are coming out of a place, it's because they are going somewhere. There are two things in the mind of anybody who is in a process of exodus. Number one, where they are, the current place, the current situation, what is going on in their lives. And number two, where they want to get to. Where they want to get to. Tonight, as I'm sharing the word of God with you, imagine where you want to get to in 2023. Vis-a-vis where you are in 2022. What do you see change in your, what do you want to see change in your life? What are you experiencing now that you are saying that God in 2023, I don't want my life to remain the same. I want to see a change. I want to see an advancement. I want to experience progress. I want to see this and that altered in my life. Have that picture in mind. Listen, we have come when we come to church. Church, church is uh, church means a congregation of people. But when the church comes together, we form the house of God. When you come to a place like this, you have come to a temple. A temple is a place where humanity or men meet divinity. When we make contact with a spirit, when we make contact with a God. So when we come to church, we have not come to just mere human beings. We have come to a gathering of spirits. And in that place, spiritual things begin to take place. It is not just a physical encounter. In the realm of the spirit, as we are gathered over here, angels are working. The Bible says that we have not come onto a mountain or where there is condemnation and shaking and fear. But the Bible says that we have come onto Mount Zion. We have come to the city of the living God. We have come to the heavenly Jerusalem. We have come to an innumerable company of angels. That means that the angels over here you cannot count. The angels over here are innumerable. Innumerable means uh, they are tens of millions or ten, hundreds of millions, uh, uncountable number of angels. That is what we have come to. So even though physically we can see each ourselves over here, and the ushers indeed are counting, uh, with the angels, they cannot see, they cannot count them. So, there are spiritual things that are taking place. And the Bible says that angels are messengers of God who have been sent to minister to those who are heirs of salvation. As we're praying, I was telling you that angels were coming in. Some people were looking around whether they would see any angel. No, they are spiritual beings. And when they come, they come to work on the children of God. They come to bring blessings. They come to bring messages. They come to bring deliverances. The Bible says that two angels went with God to visit Abraham. And the angels went ahead into Sodom. What did they go and do? They went to punish Sodom and Gomorrah, but they also went to bring deliverance to Lot and his family. 
So angels can bring deliverance. Tonight, as we have this Exodus night encounter, the angels are going to bring deliverance into your life. They are going to bring you out of a certain struggle and out of a certain bondage. Listen, I have come as a prophet of deliverance. I have come as a prophetic voice to speak into your situation. Every single word that I speak tonight, if you can grab onto it by faith, it will happen to you. Don't wait for me to call you and say that, oh, uh, uh, Loren, this is what the Lord is saying. I'm speaking, that's what the Lord is saying. The angels are bringing you out of the troubles, out of the afflictions, out of the shame, out of the pain. Your 2023 is going to be a year of glory. I said it's going to be a year of glory. I said it's going to be a year of glory. And the Lord said that it's going to settle your case. I'm trying to follow my notes, but prophecy is just coming out of my mouth. The Lord is going to bring the people over here, around this area. The Lord said that it's going to bring peace, settlement, and rest to your situation. He said this 2023, there's going to be rest all around. Rest all around. And what you have been expecting for so long, you have been expecting certain things to happen in your life for so long and it seems as though you are not even sensing or seeing or sensing the shadow of it. Very soon you see the physical being. You see the embodiment thereof. See the spirit of the living God. See the spirit of the living God. You know, church must get to that dimension. It's not church if it's, there's no prophecy. If it's just teaching and there's no prophecy, it's not church. Please, hear you me. If you are, go to church and there's no prophecy, we are not telling you the mind of God. Look, our gathering is not to a manual. It is not, it is not a lecture theater where we have professors and doctors and people who carry masters and then they are telling us things and things that they themselves don't understand. They were taught by falling heads. And they are also communicating to other falling heads. When we come to church, we have come unto the city of the living God. We have come to the judge of all. We have come unto the spirits of just men made perfect. We have come unto all the ecclesia, the gathering, who are registered in heaven. We have come unto the blood of the sprinkling. That speaks better things than the blood of Abel. So as we are gathered over here, blood is being sprinkled on us. Blood is being sprinkled on us. Blood is being sprinkled on us. And that blood is speaking better things than the blood of Abel. The blood of Abel was speaking judgment. Saying that, ah, he killed me, let him die. He killed me, let him die. He's an evil person, let him die. He's an evil person, he did evil to me, let him die. But the blood of Jesus is saying that, forgive them. For they don't know what they do. Forgive them. For they don't know what they do. Heal them. Deliver them. Settle their case. Even though they don't deserve it. The blood is saying that deliver them. So the blood is not saying that whether you, you, whether you deserve it or not. The blood is just saying that because I have done it for them. So they're over here. Blood is speaking. So number one, you see God speaking. Number two, you see Jesus speaking. Number three, you see angels working. Number two, number, number something, you see the spirits of just men are made perfect, also working. And then number five, you see, oh, the blood also speaking. Listen, tonight, if you are not blessed, it's your fault. Because everything you need for your blessing is here. And finally, you see a prophet speaking about your life. What are you talking about? Glory to Jesus. Glory to God. So, 
Believe it. The way I'm angry in my spirit for your blessing, eh? you, you cannot imagine. Glory to Jesus. So, Exodus is talking about deliverance from the land of Egypt into a land of promise. But notice something over here. Anytime you are making an exodus, you are going towards a promised land. For the children of Israel, it was Canaan land. But there's something about exoduses. When you are leaving, you are departing from one to the other. If it is not well managed, it causes a problem. Why? How do I know this? The children of Israel, when they were leaving Egypt, the Bible said a great number of them did not get to the land of promise. Why? In their exodus, they messed up. So, exoduses are, 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 are transitions, and that transition must be managed, and must be managed by power. That is why we are here tonight. So, as I'm speaking to you, the Spirit of God is working on us. By the time we hit 2023, somebody, there's going to be a settlement in your life. Amen. Glory to Jesus Christ. So, how do you make it to the land of promise? There is a way that you are supposed to go. And God shows us the way. Just like he showed the children of Israel the way. The Bible said that by the daytime he led them by what, a pillar of cloud. And by night time he led them by a pillar of fire. What was he doing? He was showing them the way. There is a way that God has set for us to get into our promised land. That is why tonight I'm sharing with you on a subject. Jesus, God's way to a glorious destiny. Jesus, God's way, the way that God has set to that glorious destination, our promised land, our Canaan land. Jesus is that way. Tell somebody beside you, Jesus is that way. Jesus is that way. How do you get to the place of God's promise? Look, everybody under the sound of my voice, you have a destiny. When we talk about destiny, we are talking about a specific future or outcome that results from predetermined or inevitable course of events. When we talk about destiny, we are talking about your fate. We are talking about your future. We are talking about your outcome. We are talking about your destination. We are talking about your end point. We are talking about you getting to a certain place. There's no human being that does not have an end point. Every one of us, there's a destiny. There's a place that God brought us into this world to get to. When we start the day, there's an end point night. We, we get there. When you sit in a vehicle and you're traveling, you don't just travel aimlessly. You are going somewhere. That is your destiny. That is your destination. And God has set us in this earth, giving us destinies. Every human being has two destinies. Number one, there's a fiscal destiny. And that fiscal destiny is talking about where you get to whilst you are alive on this earth. And there's a spiritual destiny where you get to after you leave this earth. When you leave this earth also, there's a place that you are going to. And if you are going to see the glory of God in your life, you must align yourself in the way of destiny. In the way of destiny. Let me quickly talk to you about our physical destiny. That is whilst we are here on this earth. Whether you are going to be rich or you are going to be poor. Whether you are going to be a blessing or you are going to be a curse. Whether you are going to be a disgrace or you are going to be a somebody who your family will celebrate. It's talking about your end points. Your destination. Many people go to school. But just today I was just reading on one of our pages. A certain gentleman, a certain gentleman who, wanted, who wanted to go to, uh, for, uh, 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 go 
go for an interview or entrance exam in a school in Kumasi. And whilst he was looking at how he was going to go there, uh, he was discussing with a friend in his office that uh, when I go, I'm worried about where I'm going to sleep over the night before I take my, inter- my, my, my entrance exam. While they were discussing it, there was a certain cleaner, their cleaner who was also, who had them and said, that, oh, I, I, I have a friend in that university. They laughed and they were laughing and said, are you, uh, uh, give me the name of uh, the security man. <laughs> uh, what? Emmanuel. Abochi, okay. Abochi, Abochi, what who do you know in the university? They laughed, but then because they, he didn't want him to feel, oh, the vice chancellor in my friend, in my friend, in my classmates. The man could barely speak in English. They were loud. They thought, how possible? This poor man who can barely survive. How can he have a friend called, who is a vice chancellor of this university? So they said, oh, he wrote his name on his paper, a very ugly handwriting, wrote his name and wrote the name of the vice chancellor and wrote his number. This gentleman, just to be nice to the, the cleaner, took it and placed it in his pocket, not, not having in mind that he's going to call that number. He traveled to Kumasi. Oh, an uncle of his, who he thought he could live with. When he went to the uncle's house, the uncle had left. They had moved from that location long ago, and their neighbors did not know where he was going to stay, where they had gone to stay. So he was wondering that, ah, so where am I going to, where am I going to spend the night? Reluctantly, he, he put his hand into his pocket and realized that the paper was still there. He picked the paper and then went to the school. As soon as he got to the office, he mentioned the name of the, uh, the, the person he wanted to see. They took the paper, went in. When the, the, he, he was standing outside the office, he heard the, 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 the principal of the school shout, Oh, Abochi, oh, where my friend? He came out and he came to usher the man into his, into his office. And at the end of the day, one thing led to the other, and he blessed him. But this is what I, the point I want to make is that these two were classmates. One ended up as a cleaner. One ended up as a head of an institution. Everybody has a destination. Every human being. Listen, as we are seated over here, we are all not going to end up, we are all not going to end up at the same place. Though. We are not going to end up at the same place. Many of us, in our, when we look back, we don't even know where any of our classmates. You were in a classroom because you didn't go to a good school like St. Augustine's College. You were in a classroom with sister people in the class. <laughs> Oh, you see, my my mom is my only supporter. They don't know, <laughs> mommy. My grace. <laughs> amen and amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I used to be in the classroom. I was sixty people in the class. How can you? How can you learn anything? <laughs> amen and amen. But some of us, we still don't even know where are some of our classmates are. Some of them were our very close friends. Why? Destination. Destiny. Destiny can separate men. So, God wants us to understand that we have a destiny on this earth where we get to in our ministries, our relationships, our finances, and so on. Every area of our lives, there is a destiny that has been programmed for us. Do you know, can, can I announce something to you? God wants it to end you well. God wants it to end you well. Tell John 2. The Bible says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you may what? Prosper and be in health. God doesn't want you to end up sick. He doesn't want you to end up poor. He doesn't want you to end up distraught. He wants you to end well and prosperous. Can I prophesy into your life? You end up prosperous in the name of Jesus. 
Jeremiah 29, 11. I know that thoughts that I think towards you, see the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. God wants you to have a hope and a future. And I because that expected a hope and a future. There are certain people over here. Everybody has given up on you. Nobody believes in you. Nobody thinks anything good is about is going to come out of your life. But I prophesy as a servant of God. Under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. God is going to bring you into a future that will be enviable. A future that will be enviable. A future that will be enviable. If you are the one, shout, yes, I am the one. He said, I know what I have dreamed concerning your life. God has not dreamed for it to end me in pain. He has not dreamed for it to end me in suffering. Listen, if you are going through any suffering, it's not from God. If you are going through any pain, any delay, it's not from God. Don't let anybody deceive you and tell you, oh, it's because God wants to humble you. Oh, who told you that God uses the devil's devices to humble his children? Have you ever seen any father who loves his children go and call an armed robber to come and cut his children to teach them a lesson? No, God has not used the devil's devices to train his children. What you are going through is an attack on your destiny by the devil. He must rise up angrily and fight it so that you enter into your promised land. Somebody you are moving in. I said, somebody you are moving in. Yeah, you must move in. Glory to Jesus Christ. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. He said, if you will only obey me and let me help you, then you have plenty to eat. Are you going through lack? It's not the will of God. He said that if you will obey me and let me help you. Tonight God is going to help somebody. Luke 12, 32. Fear not little flock, for it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Everything that God says about us is good. So God doesn't want it to end as well. Why is it that we, it does not end as well? Number one, because we are stubborn and we don't listen to the voice of God. And we follow the ways of men. The Bible says there is a way that seems right unto a man. But the end thereof are the ways of death. Proverbs 16 verse 25. Be careful of the ways of men. Whenever you want to do something with your own wisdom, God is telling us that ah, this is how he wants us to prosper. You too, you say you have gone to Gimpa. You too, you say that you have been trained as an accountant and as an economist, and you know how things work in finances. Be there. Very soon, you realize that the ways of God are higher than the ways of men. The ways of God are higher than the ways of men. He said that, ah, the thoughts of God are higher than the thoughts of men. The ways of God are higher than the ways of men. Listen, in life, there are many ways. You can go, choose any way you want to go. Nobody can force you. But there's only one way, which is the way of God. And that is what the Bible is teaching us. You must make up your mind that in 2023, I want to go the way of God. If it could help you, look at the calculations you made. Look at the programmings you programmed. And yet, look at where you are. Why don't you switch to the way of God. He never fails. I said he never fails. And he's not going to start with you. I said he's not going to start with you. I said God is not going to start failing with you. Choose the right way. Every man uh, is the master of their destiny. This is talking about the power of choices. 
where you end up, you chose it. Second Corinthians, or rather, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. Listen to what he says. He says, I, have called, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. That I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. But I encourage you to choose life that you and your seed may live. Whatever God does for you, it's not just for you. It's your seed, your children, and their children's children are part of it. Be careful of your choices. When you are choosing to do the wrong thing, you are choosing to live a particular lifestyle, you are choosing to drink yourself till your, your life is totally destroyed, you are choosing to live a life that is against the purposes of God. Listen, you think you are doing it to yourself, you are doing it to your children and children's children. Some of us, the problem that we are going through, we are suffering because of our parents' sin. And because of, and, and you too, you are living that life. Do, have you forgotten that your children are also going to come? Don't you know that it will affect your children as well? Say, choose so that you and your seed may live. Your choices do not just affect you, they affect those who come after you. Your choices. Your choices. If you are going to drink, know that it is not just you are going to enjoy you. At the end of the day, your children will be affected. If you choose to live the life of a sinner, it's not just you. Your children are going to be affected. Similarly, if you choose the right way, your children will enjoy. May we make decisions that will cause our children to escape the problem that our parents brought to us. Because you are a wicked person. But when you are making a choice, think about your children. Think about those who are coming after you. Think about it. Make the right choice. Lift up your right hand. Say, I'll make the right choice. God shows us what's the right choice. What is the way of God? Jesus is the way of God. It's, I was amazed when the Lord told me that in his wisdom, he did not make his way a thing. He made his way a person. The way of God. In fact, apart from even Jesus Christ, opportunities. The way of God is in people. And the principal person that can bring you into the place of glory is Jesus Christ. Did you know that even Jesus, even God, used Jesus to get? When God was looking for a way to get to man, he used Jesus. So Jesus is not just the way for men's salvation. Jesus was also the way of God to bring salvation to men. He passed through Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 19. To wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. So he decided to use Jesus as a channel to get to us. So he encourages us also to use the way of Jesus Christ. John 14 verse 6. Listen to what Jesus said. He said, I am the way. I am the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father. No one comes to the glory of the Father except by passing through me. If you don't know Jesus, you don't know the way. If you don't know Jesus, you don't know the way. Where does the way of Jesus lead to? Number one. Number one, he will take you by the way of healing. 
Whether your sickness is long term or short term, Jesus is the way for your recovery. Look, we have seen so many people healed of so many things. Today, we have a women's program. One lady, goodness, she could not even walk. He carried her from the back and she was lying down, lifeless. She could not even move or turn her neck. And then Jesus lifted her up. The one who was carried to the front got up and walked back to her seat. By the end of the, by the, end of the service, she was on her way home by herself. Jesus brings healing. The Bible tells us about a woman with the issue of blood. Twelve years, blood. The Bible says, she had become bent over because of the weakness and the suffering that she was going through. The demons of sickness were tormenting her. Twelve good years. The Bible says when she met Jesus, touched the hem of his garments. Oh, the fountain of her blood ceased instantly. And she was straightened up in that day. Jesus is the way to healing. Another lady, oh, 18 good years of affliction. People, you, I want you to, I want to introduce you to Jesus the healer. When you encounter, look at uh, Lorraine. He came from Tanzania. I don't know who invited him to this church, but he came with a problem. He's a boxer by profession. I, 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 you see, that's on the radio. If you explain, if you, and he went to fight a box, a boxing bout, and somebody gave him a blow. He had a crack. And now, for how many years was that? Almost four years, his neck pain. Man, in his profession is coming to an end. And then he came to this church. He came, and then I don't know whether it was a miracle service or so. So he came for it for healing. And as soon as hands were laid on him, Jesus healed him instantly. All of that happened this year. This guy on The next week he was back in Boston. <laughs> and do you know what Jesus did? He won a, a title this year. He, I wish we had his picture. Before, and he wore his belt over here. And we displayed it all over the place. You see, Jesus is the way of healing. He's also the way of prosperity. So he has started working his work of prosperity. Now we have his career back. He has his profession back. He has what he can do with his life. Why? Because of Jesus Christ. It's not just, people think that when you come to Jesus, oh, I've come and then it means that they be a mess. No. No, no, no. Whilst you are worshipping him, he's working and working your life. Are you, look, are you here and you are looking for healing? In the name of Jesus Christ. He's the way of prosperity. Bible says in 2 Corinthians 8 9, we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich for your sakes, he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. Hey, and me introduce you Jesus Christ tomorrow. He will give you food to it. The Bible said one time he fed five thousand men. Women and children were not counted. Mama, the Bible scholars say that at that, that, day, that day, it was about 40,000 people. One man, he fed them all. How big is your stomach? That thing cannot take care of you. He entered into the boats of Peter. The man said, Master, we have toiled all night. Maybe you are here. You have no prophets. The Bible said he stepped into Peter's boats that day. The Bible said that he made a catch. 
that ah, he's had to call his friend that come and support me. Do you know boats is the three word for boats? Do you know all the words in the dictionary? You don't know. In the three dictionaries, you don't know all the words. So please, please, what are you talking about? <laughs> amen and amen. Hallelujah. Look at the people say, like a pastor is a sinner. He's lying on the altar. Your head. Jesus has forgiven me. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. But the profession, the business. Maybe you are a business owner over here. Let Jesus come into your boats. If you were, you may be out here. My Jesus Christ, Look at wisdom testimony. They were. He has signed himself. Signed it all. Non-competition agreement. I, was, I remember when he came to tell me about that document. I said, ah, these people, what do they mean? And I, told, I remember that day I told them that they are joking. Because, ah, God has given you prophecy that in the same line of your work, he's going to open doors for you. And then they came. Now he resigned. <laughs> he got angry. <laughs> Things were not happening well. And then they came and they threatened him. In two weeks, God showed up. The same company that they said they are going to take him to court. But the same company that said that we have closed down cash. A whole department just to give you work to do. God can close a whole department to give you work to do. God can close up a whole company just to give you work to do. People don't understand. You don't understand how much God loves his children. Eh? He said, I'll give men for your sake. That means that if you are going to die, God can say that because somebody must die and it looks like the death is coming to you, he will take you out of there and put another person over there. That's how much he loves you. And yet, you are supposed to die in an accident. But because God loves you, he said that no, my daughter cannot die. He will bring somebody, put a person there. Listen to me. It's not everybody who died on the streets who was killed by a witch. (laughs) Let me end the story over here. You are the one who killed that person. <laughs> that is how much God loves us. It's not fair, but it's love. It's love. Listen to me. You will not meet somebody's child on the streets, and you have your own child, and you have just one piece of bread, and they are both hungry, and you give it to the one on the streets. And so because I, I don't see... No, you prefer your own child. If you have two, you have given the one on the street, but because it was one... You give it to the one who is your child. God does not treat his children like he treats outsiders. Everybody is a creature of God. But then, not everybody is a child of God. Not everybody is a child of God. But do you know, if you are born again, what for Jesus Christ himself, you are privileged. We have the privilege. Oh, what manner of love is this that we be called the sons of God? Is the love of God. So, oh, brother, sorry for you. I'll be a children of God. Let me wrap up this thing quickly. What is the way of Jesus? It brings us to a place from liberation, from guilt, satanic bondages, and, and rejection. The Bible tells us in John chapter 8, verse 3 to 11, a woman was caught in a, an, an adultery, and they brought a woman to Jesus. That was the worst mistake that they could have made. To bring the woman to Jesus, 
The one who bring her, who bring her freedom from guilt. The Bible says, I call it on the lawn. Amen. This one, if you have to stone her, if you know that you have to stone her, why are you bringing her to me? That was, it's because, daddy, I think God was working something for that woman. He, he programmed their minds on what they were going to fight. Why? Because he knew that that woman needed to be saved that day. So he allowed them to forget what they are supposed to do and send them to Jesus. Why? Because Jesus was her deliverance. Jesus was her deliverance. Listen to me. God is going to program some things for your life in 2023. Eh? It will surprise you. It will, do, it will become as though it is some strange plan. One who contacts the other and contacts the other and contacts the other just for it to favor you. I'm prophesying to somebody here. So shall it be. I said, so shall it be. Oh, at the end of the day, Jesus said that he that is without sin should cut the the first stone. One by one, from the oldest to the youngest, they left. Jesus turned to the woman, said, where are those who want to stone you? He said that none of them have, they have all left. He said, I also don't condemn you. Go and sin no more. Many people think that Jesus should have said, uh, you, bad woman, why should you want to sleep with a man who is not a husband? You see, some people come, you see, you, you stop, stop criticizing people. You, you don't sleep with people physically, but in your mind. <laughs> I'm showing you, tell me, show them. I'll catch everyone. I'll catch everyone. Yes. Amen. Let me know I had some things before. <laughs> Glory to God. The way I criticize it, maybe it's because you don't have more. <laughs> Glory to you. Don't criticize. Sometimes people are in a situation not because they want to be there, but they are not able to come out of it. Jesus takes us out of guilt. Takes her out of shame. The Bible tells us about the madman of Gadara. Demons are tormented him for so long. Jesus set him free. Listen today, if you have committed any sin, Jesus says he will forgive you. Eh? He will forgive you. And he will give you a new beginning. If you are here, you have been having torment. You have been having bad dreams. Demons have been attacking you. Jesus said he's going to deal with all your demons tonight. As I'm speaking, the demons are living. I said, as I'm speaking, the demons are living. And then he brings us to righteousness. Righteousness means that you and God, you have become one. Right standing with God. Romans chapter 5 verse 1. Therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. When you come the way of Jesus, you come to the place of righteousness. You come to the place. All of these things will work on you to bring you to prosperity. Listen, anybody who wants to do well in life, you must follow Jesus. You must follow his word. You want to do well in life. It's not gimbal. It's not gimbal. You follow Jesus Christ. When I started following Jesus, my life has become, you see, now I can stand in front of all of you, beautiful and wonderful people like you, and speak. Why would people come and listen to me? People were not listening to me. I didn't have mommy. I didn't even have friends. I had a phone. My, my brother, I completed SHS, and my brother gave me his old phone, a Nokia phone. And nobody would call me. I can receive a flash, and for two weeks, the flash that I received is still at the top of the call list. Because nobody has called me. Nobody wanted, I had no friends. But look today, all of you are my friends. Why? Because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. Even if you don't like me, you are my friend by force. I love you by force. Tell somebody I love you by force. 
This all affects our destination on this earth. Jesus is the way. Number two, or the final part, is also our spiritual destination. In our spiritual destiny, how do you say destiny in, in three? Yes, Either say, how do you say either in G? You see? You see? <laughs> she thought she was a tree master. I have to care one. She's still thinking of. <laughs> amen and amen. Madam is also here. She cannot even get. Oh. Oh is not a tree. Either say. <laughs> Our spiritual destiny is only two. Any human being has only two options. Number one, to make it to heaven when you die. And everybody will die. Except those of us who wait for Jesus to come. Amen and amen. Do I have some followers in the house? We wait for Jesus to come. Me, I don't intend to. I, I, when I see them blowing, I say me, and my body is being put in the hole. Ah, no, 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 no. Jesus, I'll wait for you to come. The Bible, and the Bible gives me, uh, it said, we shall not all die. We shall all be changed. So me, I choose that one. And when he said, I will be able it is destined unto my ones to die. You take, take your verse and let me take my verse. <laughs> amen and amen. Hallelujah. But, there is a destination for everybody. Either you make it to heaven or you make it to hell. Please, men will be another. People have had near death experiences and they came back to tell us that there's a place after you die. Baby, said everything that the Bible says is true. This Bible, don't take it for a joke. Listen, whilst you are alive, work on your spiritual destiny. Work on your spiritual destiny. Men not say, work on your spiritual destiny. Ye juma ewa ohum shebre. So, baby girl, we work together. Work on your spiritual destiny. Because the time is going to come, you will not be able to work again. You will not be able to work again. Are you going to heaven or are you going to hell? And Jesus is the way to the Father. He said, I am the way. And if you don't get passed through the way, you go through the way of death. There are two ways in, in this world. The way of life and the way of death. Jesus is the way of life. If you don't take Jesus, you go the way of death. And when you go through the way of death, you get to hell. Hell is a place of torment. Don't let anybody deceive that in hell there's Bob Marley. Say, hey. So you think hell is going to be nice? You are going. You realize that it's a screensaver. How many of you have heard about the story of screensaver? We are almost there. Amen and amen. So I'm going to finish preaching in two minutes. Amen and amen. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Briefly. Instead of interceding for me, 
<laughs> you are there laughing at briefly. <laughs> now my father and the Lord came briefly. You two want to briefly him. Uh, I'm sure he was wondering. Uh, you know when the choir was standing, he came and asked me, ah, ah, what are the choir doing? I said, oh, they are waiting for you to say. I'm sure they briefly too. He was saying, ah, why are they shouting at briefly? <laughs> and you know, it's a home, home culture. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Yeah. Today, I want to call on somebody. You want to secure your spiritual destiny. You want to secure your earthly destiny. The way is only one. That is Jesus Christ. Every eye closed. Every eye closed. Every eye closed. Every eye closed. You are not sure where you are going after you are dead. Today is the day of salvation. Don't enter into 2023 a sinner. Don't enter into 2023 and go to hell. Enter into 2023 as a child of God. Wherever you are, you want to receive Jesus as the Lord of your life. You want to go the way of life. Listen, look at what he has done to my life. He can do the same with you. Catherine. Close your eyes. Today, Jesus wants to save you. You want to accept Jesus as the Lord of your life. Lift up your right hand. Or maybe you are a Christian, but you have turned away from God. But today you want to say that Jimmy Bium. Jimmy Bium. One of those things. Bring me back to yourself. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray for you. Close your eyes. Lift up your hand. Wherever you are, I want to just rise up to your feet. If you have lifted up your hand, rise up to your feet. I want to pray for you. You want to come back to God. You want to draw near to God again. You are saying that, Jesus, I want my sins forgiven. Show me your way. Show me your way. Show me your way. Lead me in the way of life. And I want you to do something. Wherever you are, just walk to me in front now. Just walk to me in front now. Come to me. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Jesus wants to do something new in your life. Tonight you came here because Jesus wants to save you from your sins. He wants to deliver you. He wants to set you free. He wants to set you free. Don't be looking at people who are coming. When you are supposed to come and you are not coming. A time is going to come. You will not get the opportunity for somebody to lead you like the way I'm leading you. And maybe Papa will be anyone to be accepted. You are dead. You are gone. Today, Jesus wants to repair that which is destroyed. We have three minutes. Three minutes to enter into 2023. Will you enter into 2023 with your sins? Yes, Christ, oh, frail. Oh, frail. Please come. Please come. He wants to forgive your sins. You are not living the way you are supposed to live. We have three minutes. Run. Quickly come to Jesus. Obeso your shepherd went to my. Obeso your shepherd went to my. Obeso your shepherd went to my. I work in your life. Oh. Who is coming? You have been backsliding. As I'm talking right now. You know the thing that you have on your phone. You know where you are coming from. You have been turned away from God. Yes, you're Sorry, brother. Come. 
salvation. It is true. It is true. It is true. I want you to just place your right hand on your chest. And we are going to pray this prayer. Say, dear Lord Jesus, thank you for coming to die, for coming to, die to, save me to save me from my sins. From my sins. Today, today, I accept you, Jesus, I accept you, Jesus as, my Lord, as my Lord and my Savior. And my Savior. Savior. Today, today, come into my heart. Come into my heart. Be my Lord, be my Lord and my Savior. And my Savior. From, today, from today, I declare, I, declare I, repent from my sins. I repent from my sins. I will live for Jesus. I will live for Jesus. Say, Jesus, Jesus, I am yours. I am yours. And you are mine. And you are mine. I receive, I receive forgiveness of sins. Forgiveness of sins by your blood. By your blood. And now I receive. And now I receive eternal life. Eternal life into my spirit. Into my spirit. From today. Today, I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. So Satan, Satan, I reject you. I reject you. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. Now I am for Jesus. Now I am for Jesus. And I'll serve him. And I'll serve him every one of my days. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me today. Somebody give the Lord a shout for this one. Congratulations. 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 Entering into 2023, a new person. After today, follow Jesus. Follow Jesus. Follow Jesus. Follow Jesus. Everything is going to be restored in your life. In the name of Jesus. In 2023. Amen, amen. In 2023, see the Spirit of the Lord. There are 12 things that the Lord spoke to me that I should tell you. He said, it is a year that the Lord has prepared for your prosperity. He said, in this year, he's going to bring healing and restoration to many. Listen to me, there's nobody who will be sick and will remain sick in 2023. Receive it now. He said, in 2023, he will, we will see righteous people rising into places of prominence and power. In politics, in any area of your company, wherever it is, God is going to cause the righteous to rise. And then he said, in, that, in this year, there will be a lot of technological advancement worldwide. But all of this is preparation for the end of all things. Businesses of God's children shall thrive and it shall grow. And many people shall receive landed properties. Yes, even though Jesus is coming soon, he will be giving us wealth and prosperity. And many of you are going to get lands. Many of you are going to get houses. Many of you are going to get properties. Receive it right now. I'm giving you the prophecies. He said, and he said, I will cause my children to laugh like Sarah laughed. He said, I will cause my, children, my people to sing like Hannah sang. He said, remember my covenant and put my word to work and you will prosper. He said, refuse to be rebellious but stay in your place because I will honor my word. In 2023, the Lord said, great anointings and breakthroughs shall be activated. Therefore, strengthen your sticks, for I will expand you. I will expand you. 
This word shall work in your life. This word shall work in your life. This word shall work in your life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you will testify that this is indeed that the Lord, the year that the Lord has prepared for me. Somebody you will laugh. I saw many people laughing. In 2023, you will laugh. In 2023, you will laugh. In 2023, you will laugh. I said in 2023, you will laugh. Laugh like a king right now. Laugh like somebody who is victorious. Laugh like somebody who is on top. Laugh like you are laugh like you are in charge. I said laugh like you are in charge. I said laugh like your one billion dollars has been has landed. Laugh like you are entering your house. Laugh like your company is becoming a worldwide company. Laugh like you are seeing expansion and increase. I said you will laugh. So shall it be. So shall it be. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The Son of the living God. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website. www.emenezaokronipa.com Or call... 0546-36-39-57 God bless you.